It's Tuesday, November 29, 2022. Today, we established the first ever dedicated fund for loss and damage. While we were out, rich nations finally agreed to pay climate damages to poor nations. A quarter of Americans are at risk of winter power blackouts. Plus, everybody that uses tap water in Houston is being told to boil your water. Entire city of Houston placed under boil water notice after power failure. All of that hot water and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Yusuf Shah, the 11-year-old British kid with an IQ higher than Einstein, has to explain the fascination with Rubik's Cubes. Look, I can solve it in three seconds. Nobody cares, genius. Go to your room and solve global warming. (laughs) Yes, please do. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, we step away for a few days and look what happens. A whole bunch of things all at once. (laughs) That we need you to cover on today's Green News Report. Indeed. While we were out, the big U.N. climate summit in Egypt, COP27, reached a breakthrough agreement after 30 years of deadlock. Rich countries finally agreed to create a fund to compensate developing countries for loss and damage caused by man-made global warming to recover from disasters and adapt to future impacts. It matters because developed nations got rich using fossil fuels, leaving poor countries who haven't benefited from those greenhouse gas emissions to grapple with costly disasters like worsening storms, droughts and heat waves and rising sea levels. The United States, the world's largest historical emitter, dropped its decades-long opposition after the new agreement ensured that rich nations won't be held legally liable for payments. Well... Good for us, I guess. COP27 Executive Secretary Simon Stile credited pressure by climate activists and non-governmental groups for the breakthrough. Without the voices of individuals, whether they're activists, researchers, scientists, youth, or indigenous peoples, we would not have gotten this far. Your voices have a direct impact on how we find our way forward at the multilateral level. So raising hell works if you can do it for 30 years. (laughs) Yes. But thorny questions were postponed to next year, like the structure of the fund, where the money should go, how to hold countries accountable, and which countries should contribute, like, say, China, which is both a wealthy developing country and a top emitter. It was a mixed bag at COP27 after major oil producers thwarted attempts to strengthen emissions targets and blocked a provision called calling for the phase-out of all fossil fuels. Here in the U.S., the Republican takeover of the House of Representatives in the 2022 election is likely to curtail U.S. climate action. GOP leaders have announced they're dismantling the House Climate Crisis Committee and have vowed to block the U.S. commitment to contribute to the Loss and Damage Fund and to chip away at President Biden's landmark climate law, the Inflation Reduction Act. Sure, why not? There's nothing wrong with the climate. Everything is fine. In Houston, officials on Monday issued a boil water notice for 2.3 million residents and closed schools on Monday and Tuesday after a power outage at one of the city's water purification plants caused a drop in water pressure. The cause of the power failure is as yet unexplained as we go to air, but the consequences rippled across the city for millions of residents and businesses. 
Large parts of the U.S. are at major risk of power outages this winter, according to North America's Grid Reliability Watchdog. In their sobering assessment, the North American Electric Reliability Corporation warned that Texas, the Midwest, and New England are at high risk of outages in an extreme winter storm scenario that could curtail fossil fuel supply deliveries and knock unprepared power plants offline. The Biden administration just released another tranche of $13 billion in funds from the bipartisan infrastructure law to modernize the U.S. power grid for future resilience. Some good news. While we were out, the world's largest solar farm began delivering power in India. The world's largest offshore wind farm went online off the coast of Norway. And the largest battery storage system in Europe went online. All are set to be superseded by bigger clean energy facilities already in the development pipeline in coming years. Nice. And finally, Buffalo, New York is just digging out from a historic multi-day blizzard that was juiced by global warming. Some areas received seven feet of snow. Mm. But despite the snow, Buffalo is promoting itself as a climate refuge. The city has launched a marketing campaign to attract new residents with data from online real estate site Trulia that highlights Buffalo's mild summers, climate-resilient infrastructure, and status as one of the top five safest U.S. cities against climate impacts. Until then, six feet of snow keep digging. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Oh, Buffalo gals, won't you come out tonight? Come out tonight. Come out tonight. Oh, Buffalo gals, won't you come out tonight and dance by the light of them?